Hello there, my name's Luke, and oh my god, they gave me a podcast. Yeah, they did. Right? Anyway, uh, hello, thank you so much for stopping by and pressing that uh, play button. We're not going to waste too much time in this first unscripted segment, but this is the first episode of what is going to be a scripted live theater reading podcast. So if you imagine for a moment that I'm the center of a clock standing at my, what are you, two two o'clock? Uh, yeah, two o'clock. Two three. Okay, standing at my two three is Robin. Uh, he is a theater scientist. Uh, I stu- I study uh, theater, uh, theaterwetenschappen at the UVA here. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. But um, I'm also <laughs> joined by another. There was a there's a third voice here. Yeah, uh, sadly. At my <laughs> sadly, sadly, <laughs> you're the best part. Oh, okay, Let's w- get... what's what's the haps? Ten o'clock, eleven, eleven, ten. Yeah, ten works. <laughs> what's the haps, my G? What's what's up? Well, you know, I'm just uh, I'm Marco. Uh, yeah, he, he just invited me. I don't really know what we're doing here, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you're about to hear is completely off the cuff. <laughs> this is the first time we ever read the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, Marco here is a fellow media student. This is completely lost in this audio format, but you guys both really look the part. I don't know if we can say what you guys are going to be doing, but uh, yeah, it, listen to the podcast, come back to this point. That's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> So, gentlemen, I'm trying to figure out how to transition into the, from the non-scripted to the scripted section of the mm-hmm. podcast. I had this idea. So, I actually, um, I rated an Aztec tomb. Okay. Okay. Yeah. At, like, I mean, uh-huh. can't help being a Gemini. And I found, <laughs> I found this, like, scroll. You're I, not a Gemini. A liar. <laughs> I found this ancient scroll. Uh-huh. And I found that once you read it slowly, out loud, and gra- with a grave voice, we are suddenly supernaturally and painfully thrown into character. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know which one of you guys wants to do it. Now, don't take this lightly. These are ancient arcane ruins, uh, like runes. Uh, uh-huh. And the process is invasive and terrifying. Yeah, go for it. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Do it. You want me to do it? Yeah. Why don't you do it? Like, take the scroll. Scroll yeah. noises. You can hear the scroll unfurling right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Prop comedy is very weak in a podcast form. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to read this. Okay. Is everyone else ready to hear it? Let's do it. <sighs> yes. Welcome to the UVA Radio Theater Mystery Feature. Well. Case number one six seven six six seven seven four five four five three three seven two seven two official transcript courtesy of the Celestial Council of All of Existence. The key figures of the trial are all gathered and ready to begin proceedings. All but one, that is. The jury members are all here, shifting in their box, murmuring amongst themselves. And the defense attorney's here, his fingertips strumming on the tabletop as he checks his watch for the upteenth time. Your Honor. I'm sorry, but... Your Honor, how much longer do we intend to wait for this amateur? 
Surely this is grounds for a mistrial. <clears throat> yes, uh, I suppose you're right. Very well. By the powers vested in me by the Grand Celestial Council of all existence, I hereby declare this case. The courtroom doors swing open. The prosecution attorney has finally arrived. The Lamb of God, King of Jews, representative of all that is good and holy in the world, Jesus H. Christ in the flesh, can I get a hallelujah? Hey, sorry guys, you know, traffic was a nightmare. The jury hollers as he makes his rounds in his unwashed robe, dishing out high fives, autographs, and curing one jury member's limp with two finger guns and a wink. Yes, finally, Jesus is here, but not as you know him. Fame has been known to change people, and there are few more famous than the Lamb of God. The defense attorney watches with dismay. He's gonna get away with it. He always gets away with it. You know what? My bad, guys. I'll take full responsibility if you decide to uh, report this to old capital G up there. He takes his seat at the prosecution's table, kicking his feet up. Ugh. Sandals in court. That won't be necessary, Mr. Christ, sir. We, we were just settling in. Mr. Christ? Please. Your Honor, call me Jesus. Um, or you can even call me Jay if you want. Just just don't call me last for supper. Last for... You know what? Fine. Can we begin now, please? Very well. Uh, your kind is present? They are, Your Honor. The defense takes out what appears to be a small clay urn and gingerly places it on the tabletop, turning it slightly so the label can be clearly read by the court. Humanity. What? This is the humanity case? You mean people? I see you're as prepared as ever. Yes, Jesus, we mean people. One of your first cases back when you were still doing hours as a prophet, I believe. But, but they're awful. Some of the worst beings in existence were humans. Vladimir Paler, Genghis Khan, both Hitlers, all of them. People! How's this even a discussion? When I last prophetized for... Why, they, they, they killed me! According to our records, you died... You died for their sins? Is that right? If that isn't the case, you're surely sanctioned to smite any and all species you feel threaten your life while on the job. Died for their sins. You hear this guy? Died for their sins? That's how the PR team is spinning this? I'll have you know, the only reason I didn't immediately turn to smiting was because I was still holding out hope to get all inspired by my talk of martyrdom. I was still a bit of a greenhorn prophet back then. Don't leave the safety on anymore. Well, it hardly matters. The Grand Celestial Council are advanced beings of civility and fairness. Their understanding of right and wrong in relation to ours is comparable to our understanding of right and wrong to an amoeba's. If they choose to bring this case to our attention, then it might not be as simple as you're making it out to be. Your Honor, if you please. Very well. The transcripts show that everyone is present and accounted for, and we are ready to proceed with the case. Case number 167667-745-453372. Your Honor, Jesus Hubert Christ, or, you know, again, just Jay, uh, representing the Grand Celestial Council and arguing against the continued existence of humanity, of course. Your Honor, the Devil. But you can call me, yeah, the devil, speaking on behalf of humanity. And if it pleases the court, I wanted to try something different for this case. Something different? Just an experiment. 
I believe it'd be in the best interests of the court if the party under scrutiny could actually be present for their trial. It'll certainly help accelerate things, if nothing else, and I believe your approval alone should suffice. You want to have all of humanity present for today's proceedings? Why, we... we need more chairs. Not at all, your honor. I believe just one will suffice. The devil stands, palming the urn that not only contained within it the lies of each human to have ever existed, but each human that could have conceivably existed. A kaleidoscope of reality and unreality, the lines between the two constantly unfurling and reuniting to form a rich tapestry of shifting destinies. The clay of the urn is warm to the touch, glowing with all of humanity's potential. Shit. It appears the devil almost dropped all of humanity's potential. Your Honor, I would like to object to this notion on the grounds that the defendant is the actual devil. That's the capital D followed by the word evil. You, you think the most nefarious creature in history doesn't have some kind of ulterior motive? I'll allow it. What? No! On the condition that it is the prosecutor who chooses humanity's representative. What? No! Once again, things just couldn't be going better for the Lamb of God. Gleefully, Jesus makes his way over to his infernal rival and snatches all of humanity from his hands. Oh, I've got a few prime specimens in mind. An entire grab bag of bastards to choose from. From politicians, war profiters, heck... Might mix things up a bit and go Old Testament. See how Judas is doing. Jesus did not, however, find Judas in humanity's urn. His hand, still somewhat shaky from the ceremonial wine he'd been drinking on the way to court, reached into the endless expanse of human existence contained within the confines of the urn, went right by a cluster of perfectly good serial killers, and plucked a single strand of life belonging to the last person you'd expect. The court squints as the life strand takes form before their eyes. It stretches and morphs until it begins to resemble something more recognizable as human. All of human existence contained within that urn, and the individual chosen was... You. You, as you are at this very instant, have been chosen to appear alongside the devil to make your case for humanity. You stand before the Celestial Council, shockingly underdressed for the occasion, might I add, and stare in horror at the biblical figures surrounding you. Wait! Who's this? Wouldn't have been my first choice. I'll send for your file shortly, but in the meantime, my dear human, if you wouldn't mind joining me behind the designated defendant's table... You start screaming. Oh, no, please don't. Now, I'm sure this is a lot to process, but wait, please, please stop your... Your honor, is there anything we can do about this? <clears throat> Maybe. Not to question your judgment, your honor, but I wonder if removing the human's mouth is the best way to put it at ease. Hey, if it works, then it works, then it works. Your honor, let's, let's get it going. Um, uh, very well, but the transcripts show that everyone, uh, persecuted party included, is present and accounted for. Defense, prosecutor, you may return to your tables. And Mr. Devil, sir. Yes? Don't forget you're human. You're currently standing in the presence of a mixed jury of extraterrestrials, the likes of which you couldn't even begin to describe. Sitting at the head of it all, atop what appears to be a judge desk, is a dark, shapeless entity. Somehow wielding a gavel. Oh, and to make matters worse, you have no mouth and you must scream. You feel a hand on your shoulder. I know it's a lot, but 
Please believe me when I say you, I wouldn't have requested for your being here if it wasn't of the utmost importance. I'll make sure nothing happens to you, I promise. Now, it might be because this is an inherently ridiculous situation. Or it might be because the amorphous gavel creature just referred to this man as the actual devil. But you're not completely sold on the idea of trusting this strange man just yet. Nevertheless, it doesn't seem like anyone else in this space is jumping at the chance to promise you safety. You nod and let yourself be guided to your seat beside the devil, taking note of the chair's incredible lumbar support as you do so. The trial begins. Your Honor, this goes against the, the humanity's case would come to be known as one of the Celestial Honor, Council's most contentious cases. Objection. I'll allow it. Questions were rephrased, surprise witnesses were dramatically called to the stand, and objections were declared freely and indiscriminately. Objection! I didn't say anything. The pendulum swung wildly between the Son of God and the Prince of Darkness, their verbal showdown reaching a fever pitch. But let me tell you, humanity really outdid themselves with World War V. If you were sitting anywhere else in the courtroom, you would have thought your defense attorney in full control of the situation. However, you were close enough to notice the nervous fidgeting of his hands beneath the table. How he'd slouch every time he raised a point that was met with a lukewarm response from the room. The jury had a clear favorite before the case even began, and one thing was becoming painfully clear. The devil was losing. Take note, esteemed jury, that... All comments the prosecution has made thus far concerning the supposed moral failings of my clients are strictly accumulative. However... Oh, give it a rest. However, if we look at humanity based on their best sustained effort, I believe you'll find substantial improvement towards the end of their... Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? No. Wait. I agree. Why don't we start giving anyone the old green light so long as they're... Not as bad towards the end of their run. Doesn't matter how horrible they were back in their heyday, so long as they feel bad enough. Awfully convenient, coming from you, devil. Order, I said order. Mr. Christ, sir, you may call your final witness. Nah, I'm done. Ball's in your court, Debbie boy. Uh, very well, um, who do you call to the stand, devil? Your defense attorney sat, stone-faced and silent. No one, Your Honor. We are ready for deliberations. Very well. The jury will reconvene shortly to present the final verdict for the fate of humanity. Perfect. The good shepherd needs a cigarette and, uh, maybe a bag of wine gums or something. Suddenly, a brown file appears before him. You recognize your name on its cover, printed in hellfire red letters. A little late for this to be showing up. Although I suppose it hardly matters. Let's see. What kind of person are you exactly? As expected, you're not close to what I need. Not that it's your fault, really. From what I could tell, you're not that bad. Not awful, at least. But you're human, and if I was going to call you to the stand, I would have needed... ...better than human. It wasn't fair for me to ask that of you. I'm sorry. 
it says here that later in your life you actually you know what that might be better as a surprise i can't promise it'll all be easy but if it's any consolation you'll be happy wait how can he be saying any of this with humanity just moments away from potential termination the devil takes note of your confusion his brow furrows as he searches for the easiest way to explain this in non-celestial being terms I suppose we never did get around to explain the situation to you. At this moment, the universe you once knew has reached its natural heat death. It happens all the time, nothing to be done about it. It's our job to review your universe in full, identify possible errors, and find ways to improve the upcoming universe. The courtroom you and I are in right now sits between the two universes. There's nothing but starless oblivion outside that door. Jay's back, guys. Don't ask me where he got those windums from. Point is, regardless of what the jury's verdict is, you'll be sent back to continue living the rest of your life in the previous universe, and one day, the human race will come to its natural end. If the jury comes back, and it's the worst case scenario... If the jury comes back, and it's the worst case scenario, you die. And it's going to stick. No second chances in the next universe. No revivals. This is the only shot you're getting at being you. Thank you, Jesus? Wangum. No, thank you, Jesus. The jury has reached its final consensus. Are both the prosecution and the defense prepared to hear the verdict? Ready as I'll ever be, Your Honor. Devil, are you prepared? The devil takes one last look at you. Whatever happens now, I'd recommend making the most out of the one life. Just in case. Yes, Your Honor. Very well. Will the transcripts show that everyone is present and accounted for, and we are ready to proceed with the verdict reading. 